You're listening to the 405 Exchange Podcast. My name is Ken Grandpierre, and this episode is with Nilifer Yanya. The future of music is in good hands, Nilifer Yanya being a prime example as to why. Throughout 2017, she's released affectionate singles that have showcased an ability to be direct while also showcasing a lot of heart. Her talent as a guitar, singer, and songwriter cannot be exaggerated, and to think that the road ahead is as beautifully bright as it is for her is incredible. This is only the beginning, and I promise you'll very soon see her name everywhere. This is the 405 Exchange with Nilifer Yanya. Enjoy. Boy, I'm getting tired of your be trippy for you being in New York and saying like you're a Jeff Buckley fan and this is your first time in New York like what's it what's it been like um it's really surreal because I just know like everywhere you turn it feels like you're in a movie and like I've known so much like music's happened here and like culture um yeah like the birth of so much so many genres of music yeah like in New York was it the type of thing that when this date was booked you kind of find yourself looking at the calendar a bit like thinking about like oh shit the show is gonna be happening yeah and then it all of a sudden I'm, it crept up and I'm here like yeah that's really amazing the first yeah. tune of yours that I heard was uh, Keep On Calling and I feel like that was a song where I just I love the fact that it's a consistent song all throughout but like there is a very big distinction between the verse and the chorus and all the different parts and like what was it like for you coming up with that song like the creation of it um, so I wrote that a long time ago, probably like three, four years ago, and it sounded like the verse was really different first. It was more like it was the same, like harmonically, but like it had like a different vibe. It's like a different like, guitar part. Um, so I guess it used to sound even more kind of random between like the chorus and the verse. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember writing the chorus and like first being like oh is that cool like boy like then nah, nah. I was like I knew like it, it fitted but I was like I don't know is that cool to sing there like it's, yeah. I felt like I was singing like a pop song or like I was like I don't know if that's is this gonna work but yeah what what, what do you feel because it's interesting you bring that up because I was talking to a musician a couple weeks ago where she was saying like how I, I brought up a song of hers that I liked a lot and she's like, oh, fuck, that's probably, like, the poppiest song I have on the album. <laughs> and, like, I was like, yeah, she, there's something, I feel like there's something about that realization that almost, what do you say, it's almost like it's, it feels cheesy when you have that realization? Yeah, you're like, oh, it's super pop. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like saying Baby Dog, I felt that bit. Yeah. Like, the florist and the chorus. But I guess that's what the people want. <laughs> but you know, what, what gets me with Keep On Calling is I feel like, and I know musicians don't like to talk about the super specifics of their songs, but... <laughs> I feel like what really leapt up about that song to me is it feels like whatever the sentiment is in that song, the emotional sentiment, is that it's very specific. And mm-hmm. you don't have to say what is this, what it is if you don't want to, but yeah. do you feel that's the case when you're writing it, that where you knew what the song was about emotionally? Did I know? Yeah, I think I did, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think so. It was quite, quite a while ago. That blows my mind. I can't really remember. Jesus. So wait, like five, five, six years ago, roughly? Four, I think. Four. Like, maybe wow. more. That's yeah. amazing, like. And the second, the other, well, the, other, the song I heard after that, I think, was The Florist, which is, like, quite different to me. Yeah. 
That's yeah. quite different. That's quite old as well. It's like two years. Really? Two, three years, yeah. Do you feel like when it came to releasing that song, did you find yourself... Because I think what's really cool about that song is that it definitely feels like it's within the same world as Keep On Calling, but it is so different when it within itself. Do you feel like when it comes to releasing songs in a way, it's that you really do want people to understand there's so many different shades of you as a musician? Yeah, I guess. But just the way it kind of like happens, like all the kind of songs... Like, it's weird, as soon as you write one song, you're kind of like, oh, I want to, they want all my songs to sound like that, so the next song is even really similar, or like, like, in a really different style. Also, it depends what you're listening to, and like, what you want to, what you're trying to write in there, because on that, on that day. Yeah. So you find that with yourself, though, that sometimes, depending on what you're listening to at the time, or what you're into that could kind of like not influence but seep into like how you're yeah, creative yeah it comes out not straight away but like it'll come out like say I was listening to loads of them um say if I was listening to Jeff Buckley one month yeah like maybe two months later a song I would write would be like oh it kind of sounds Jeff Buckley-ish but not straight away yeah, yeah. you know what I mean it takes it would just kind of trickle up yeah yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's like a sponge. <laughs> I'm just stealing. <laughs> just a sponge. All the best musicians do, don't they? I mean, that's, that's a big thing say. that people say, isn't it? Yeah. But tell me this, like, in regards to that, in a general sense, like, because you mentioned about how those two songs have been written a while back. Obviously, you've been writing loads ever since, and mm-hmm. I'd imagine a lot this year specifically. Like, how does it feel like the process keeps evolving, or does it feel like there's a very specific way that you like to write? Yeah, you have to evolve it because it's the same. It's kind of like the same tricks won't work all the time, so it's kind of like you're tricking your. So I feel like I have to like not trick my mind, but like try try things out in a different way to like yeah. be inspired in the same way that would have been before. Yeah. Because I remember when I first started writing, like it was just I could write every day because it was just ah, this is so new, like this is so fun, like everything you write you kind of liked, but now it's like. A lot that I don't like. Like, I write a lot of bad stuff. I'm like, it's not good. Really? Yeah. How immediate is it for you to know when something's bad? Straight away. Really? Well, like, it's it's not not even, like, as bad. It's like, "Mm, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure. And generally, when you're not sure, it means you don't like it. Do you feel like an idea that you're unsure about or an idea that you might not be too keen on something that could be built upon? Or is it for you something you feel you have to kind of, like, like, relinquish right away? Yeah, I just... I don't know... I guess half of it is like you're being quite, you're being a bit harsh on yourself because yeah. you're you're getting you're being more critical like the old, like the older you get kind of you get more critical of everything you do but um sorry what was the question no in regards to just like because uh, I feel like I'm curious if like whenever you have a song that maybe you're not too keen on yeah. in a general sense. Do you find yourself thinking that maybe it has a piece that could be worked on, or do you feel yeah, like the whole like idea? Yeah, sometimes it's like just a part of it which is actually good, or sometimes just part of it's actually bad. Okay. And like you can kind of rework. It happens a lot. Like I'll, I'll write something and then kind of throw the verse away, or like throw the melody away, and like write something else over it. It'll be a lot better. Yeah. You know what really intrigues me about where you are now? Because like you've released a couple of songs this year, been touring around a lot, and I imagine naturally you're like working on your first album, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it like working on an album when you're doing all these things at once? Because I imagine juggling that must be pretty like, I don't want to know if I, I don't think I want to say intense, but just like, it must be different than what you anticipated to feel like. Yeah, I mean, I haven't actually started like recording the recording process, or anything. So it's just like drafting up ideas yeah. and like writing and demos and 
um, it's actually really exciting yeah. really nice to have something big and then you can just be like oh well you know I'm working on my album so that's amazing <laughs> it's kind of like oh well yeah I'm just like it's kind of good because I know I'm working on something instead yeah. of being like I don't know what I'm working on I don't know where this is going to go like if I write something I don't really like it or I do like it I'm like oh maybe I'm just Maybe that's one for the album. <laughs> yeah. The thing with this podcast that I love is that it is a place where artists get to say everything and anything they want. So with this next question, you can get as pretentious and indulgent as you want. Okay. Because I imagine for most artists, they'd be like, I don't know if I want to get too pretentious, but you're allowed to go full pretentious. Okay. And that question is, with this album that you're, you're working with, what you're writing anyway, how much of it do you feel that you know exactly how you want it to be? Like, do you feel like you have it mapped out in your head of like what you want it to be no really I mean I have like a um definitely the newer stuff I'm writing there's definitely like more of a like um kind of like a harder almost punkier vibe like really? but a bit darker as well but then I don't know half of me is like oh it would just be fun to write some really nice happy pop songs yeah. Like, no, I'm probably not going to write any of those. <laughs> well, tell me this in regards to dark, because I feel like what's interesting with that specific word is sometimes you find, you, you'll you hear someone say it, and I feel like sometimes people hear that word and they latch on to just the word rather than, okay. like, what's around it. But I'm curious, in regards to dark, what do you feel? I'm thinking, like... Like, heavy... Like, the heavier guitars and, like, yeah. heavier drums and... Like more the, like rock, like more like rock sounding. Yeah. Like kind of like, like the mood. the instrumentals of it, like not not the vocals or anything. Oh okay. So like yeah, the mood of like of the music probably more like that. Yeah. I like the vocals to be more. There was a tune that came out earlier this year that kind of had a, ton, a a vibe like that that kind of surprised me. Like um, you know of Isaac Gracie. Yeah. Yeah, he had a tune that came out this year called uh, "The Death of You and Me." A lot of his songs probably were like very folksy. Yeah. But this song was like a proper like bar rocky type of song. Like. Uh-huh. And like I feel it was really interesting about hearing that song is that I feel like for artists there must be a lot of hesitation where you find yourself thinking like, "Can I do this?" But like when you do it, it's almost like a new allowance of creativity for yourself. Yeah. Well, I think the, the people like who people really like who have like. I don't know who do really well and like have had who've, who've done the best they've had their all their work is so like varied mm-hmm. and they've literally done everything in like every genre every genre possible yeah. do you feel like in some ways that's the musician you want to eventually be I think it's you have to like push yourself like and try it's like if you want to try something you should like you can't be like oh it's not me it's not my music that's not my it's not my brand like, but does it feel that way for you specifically like um, when you're writing do you feel that way about yourself not right now like I know, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the stuff. Like a lot of, them, I feel like it has two sides to it at the moment. Yeah. So it's like developing those two kind of styles. Yeah. Do you know where you might want to record the album? Like, is that kind of <coughs> in the mind right now? Where? Yeah. Like physically. Yeah, physically. Yeah. It'll probably be done a lot of it in London. Yeah. Yeah. Just how, like I guess. That's where I live. So yeah, true. Because it like makes sense of that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'd, yeah, it'd just be it'd be easy to record it there. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll record it somewhere else. No yeah. idea. I just find that so cool. It's like you haven't like. Because I feel like for so many other musicians, it could be almost like the idea of like, oh, when I'll do it or if. But like, you really much know this is coming. Like it's on the horizon. Like, yeah. Like. 
do you find yourself ever thinking about it? Because you are writing it as yeah. time goes on. Right? I'm thinking, I probably should be thinking about it more. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you shouldn't. Maybe that's right. the thing. <laughs> no, I do. I'm like, yeah, I am thinking about it, but like in a. I don't know. There's only so much you can plan, so yeah. it's just like actually doing it. Like thinking about actually what like what I'm gonna write and like who I'm gonna work with. Yeah. Do you feel the fact that you've toured so much this year and you've done like a bunch of festivals as well? Do you think like the way you've grown as a performer might inform how you approach the recording of it as well? Uh I guess so, but I wouldn't I don't really know in what way. Kinda just I guess I'd be I'd do it approach it in a different way than I would have before. But yeah. um well, because I guess I imagine, like... For me. Well, I guess... I, well, I'm sorry. I guess what I meant in regards to that is I imagine with spending so much time with your guitar as you have, you must feel, like, a little... Must, but this might be a, a, a conjecture, but I imagine you must feel, like, a lot more intimate in regards to how you like playing the guitar and than okay. you probably did about a year ago, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, you become more like yourself, and then you find it easier to be that person, like, more like you. Yeah. Like that, that, what's that saying? It's like about how the guitar guitars feel like an extension of your own body. Yeah, like, definitely is. I've seen videos you perform live before and it feels that way. Yeah. Like from just watching you, it feels like very much that like clearly you're holding this object, but in the way you perform, it doesn't feel like it's a separate entity. It feels like it's all very one whole thing. That's yeah. like some goofy shit I said, but it does yeah, come across that way. Yeah, it's funny because like if I'm carrying a guitar on my back, it's like a, it's like a burden. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's like really heavy and I hate it, but when I'm playing it, you don't, you don't feel the weight of it, you're yeah. not really thinking about that at all. It's kind of like that with me and my camera, because I'm, I'm a photographer, <laughs> and it's like, when I have it in my bag and I'm carrying it, like, I, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, but then when it's in my hand, it just feels very, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. How do, you know, this is just a general question, but it kind of goes along with what I just asked you in regards to that, but, like, how do you feel as a performer now? Like, do you find yourself thinking about that at all? Um, I think I think less about performing. Like before, like it kind of makes you a bit more anxious like when you first start performing and like like how you're yeah you kind of think about everything. But now it's like just something you get used to over time. It's not like a natural. Still, still, I'm not like totally comfortable on stage. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a natural thing. Do you feel some of that is like you kind of find yourself not wanting to overthink it, perhaps? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's interesting, like, because seeing the way you perform, like, I've seen just random live videos here and there, and it's like, you know, something that I've, I noticed that really I found intriguing is the fact that, like, you tend to have your eyes open a lot. Has anyone pointed that out before? I thought my eyes always closed. No, I've seen, well, maybe <laughs> just in the video performances I saw, but I saw, like, it's almost like you have this, not piercing, but just kind of like, a directional glare. That, vacant. Like, <laughs> so, so vacant. Yeah. Well, because it intrigued me is like the reason that stuck out to me is like most musicians I've ever been around, they will have their eyes closed. Okay, so. I always thought, hmm, yeah, I find it easier with my eyes closed, but then I don't know, I always find I'm looking at the guitar probably too much. And then if I'm looking ahead, I'm probably like, not actually looking at anyone specifically. Yeah. And it's just like just the way. trying to focus and not have to think. It's like trying to focus on the music and not like remember where you are like who you're playing to and all those things yeah just like to be as present within the performance as you can yeah exactly yeah yeah that's really cool so 
I mean, God, I know I keep going back to the album, but I'm just wondering, like, like, cause it's just, it's so interesting to me that this is happening now. It's like, it's so cool for you. Like, I just wonder, like, like in the way you're writing it, like, do you feel like the songs have, cause Kurt, you described like how they might potentially sound, but yeah. do you feel like thematically or lyrically there might have a thread amongst them or do you feel like they might each course, but like be completely different things? I guess in regards to just, like, what you might find inspiration for and, like, a theme of, like, experiences, like, does it feel like there's a wealth of, ex- not a wealth, but, like, a specific group of experiences that you might be pulling from lyrically? Uh, specific. Probably just, like, no, I don't know, I don't think so. It's yeah. probably, it's, I'm trying to, like, I find it easier nowadays when I'm writing to not think about what I'm writing. Yeah. And just to write it and not to be like, oh, what's this about? Like, what my, how can I make more sense out of this? Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, write what's there in my head for whatever reason and then, then try and make sense of it later. Yeah. And, like, not worry about whether or not it makes sense because if it's, like, if it's in your head, like I said, for a reason. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time, like I'll write something, and then I'll be like, "Oh, I think I wrote that about that person. Or I think I wrote about this yeah. time." Like, I think that's a good way to approach it because I yeah. feel like there are definitely loads of albums I love where you could tell the a song was about a very specific thing, and obviously the musician probably had that in mind. But I think in the way you described it now, it just allow you to be quite boundless and what you'd like to pull from. Yeah, I think you write the best ones then. Yeah. You know, before I let you go, um, I know, like, if some of your family's from Turkey, if I can believe it. And, like, when I read that, and just, like... Because I read something about, like, how, like, proud you felt about it. I wonder, did you get a chance to perform there? Yeah, I've been... I performed three times this year. Really? In Turkey, yeah. Wow, all festivals or some of your own shows? One festival (coughs) and two with my my shows. What was that like? It was... Yeah, it was really cool. Really, um... Yeah, it was, like, packed. The two shows were packed. So great. <laughs> do, do you have a uh, family there as well? Or? Yeah. And I imagine they came out to the shows, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, this, really this is going to show a question that... This this part of the question is going to showcase how much of a musician I'm not. But I wonder what must it be like to be a musician for your family to see this side of you? Because I wonder if it ever feels like it's a side of you that's different than the non-musician. Definitely. Because... Yeah. I'm probably, like, the least likely person in my family to be like on stage singing really so it's like yeah have you ever like looked out on stage and seen their eyes and they're like looking at you like yeah I think almost I'm trying like... to make sense of it <laughs> yeah i think so but like i don't yeah i don't think a lot like yeah yeah that's really yeah, amazing like, i don't quite get it but yeah yeah well thanks for taking the time to chat with me and hopefully this is the first of many trips to new york thank you <laughs>